Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Pizzo. Today, I have my friend Lillian. She was on a few weeks ago, and I just got so much um, outpouring of love from you guys and the things that we talked about. We talked about friendship on that podcast, so I thought today we could kind of continue the conversation and just talk about some things that God has been laying on both of our hearts. And um, Lily, I just want to thank you so much for being here today. I always love your wisdom. I love hearing from you. So thank you for being on. Oh, well, I just love spending time with you, friends. So thank you for asking me. Of course. Um, And I I think the stuff we're going to talk about today is so important because I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like in today's society, it's a little bit hard to make lasting friendships. Um, I feel like we kind of are in an age of social media, and we have a lot of surface friends, but it's hard to kind of grow deeper with other women. I don't know if you feel that way, but I know that I feel that way. It's it's hard to make these close friendships. Do you have that experience? Yeah, I think um, with social media, I can easily deceive myself and think I have 235 really good friends. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but really, I, I don't because there's no intimacy there. It's just a number. Right. Um, but I, re- I really have learned through our friendship that I really crave the, the deep connections, the face-to-face. Yeah, and I think it's like so rare to even have times where you can meet face to face and we were talking about that earlier like it's actually important to meet up with your friends and see them face to face because if you're just texting or just you know even calling or like connecting through social media it's not the same as necessarily seeing each other face to face and I know for me I really love when we go on our walks together with our dogs because I feel like we well, first of all, we're like corralling our dogs <laughs> so that they don't run into other dogs. <laughs> but second of all, I love that we are so like we can share our hearts because it's not over just a text or it's not, you know, it's much more personal when it's face to face. So I think it's important to, you know, really meet with your friends. Would you say that too? Yeah, I and I actually just shared with you on one of our walks how just looking at um, one of my social media, like Instagram, for instance, I have all my pictures where, you know, if if you look at my Instagram, you don't know all shades of me, you know, a little tiny part of me, little happy moments where maybe we went on a sweet trip. And so the whole family is smiling. But you know, life is not always that way. There are real struggles. And so I love the the meeting face-to-face where we can have that intimate just one-on-one without an entire audience of followers, right. um, you know, where I can just share my heart and, mm-hmm. and have that one-on-one time. Yeah. And I think, you know, we were talking about too, how with social media, you have all these filters on, like you're, you're choosing what you're putting out to people. And I think when you can establish a deeper relationship with someone, an in-person real relationship, you can kind of remove some of those filters and be a little more vulnerable. But I think it's it's so hard for people nowadays just to be vulnerable at all. I mean, would you say that you find it hard to either open up to people or for people to open up to you? Well, for a long time, I felt I feel like I struggled with opening up to people. 
And, you know, some of it, I would say it's my own insecurities um, and just my personality. I tend to be uh, definitely more of an introvert, but also just past heart wounds when I have opened up to friends and I've been burned or hurt. And so now I kind of, for a long time, I carried that with me and found it really difficult to want to share intimate areas of my life for just fear or trust issues. Um, So yeah, that's definitely something I struggled with. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's hard when you've been let down by someone to then open yourself up to someone else. I think that takes a lot of prayer and discernment to know even who to open up to. Um, And I was thinking today that we could kind of get into this because, you know, you and me have talked a lot about Moses and Aaron um, and their friendship. And I really love how, okay, Moses was, if you guys know the story, he was called to lead um, the Israelites out of Egypt. Um, But his first negotiations with God were along the lines of, Hey God, I don't really think I can do this because I'm not a good, I'm not a good speaker. I'm not eloquent with my words. And God was, you know, he kind of was irritated with him, <laughs> came down hard on him a little bit. But ultimately, he had Aaron step up and help him out. Aaron had been just a really incredible friend to Moses in that time, um, and then he held him up basically. And God was developing Moses into this amazing leader down the road but we saw in the beginning how Moses had these insecurities and he came before the Lord like I can't do this Lord um so tell me some of your thoughts on their friendship and and what are you seeing in that what's God putting on your heart yeah this story is so special to me I think primarily because I am such a Moses (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know, like God asked something of me and I have a million excuses mm. why I cannot or insecurities of why I cannot. And my favorite thing about this story is how Aaron knew all of these things about Moses. He Aaron knew his insecurities and exactly who Moses was, even past sin issues or struggles. And Aaron chose to just love him right where he was at and come alongside him and he was just so quick to yes you know I will go with you Mm -hmm. and um I think it's such a powerful picture to what God can do in someone's life um when when you have uh, someone who can come alongside and be that kind of friend yeah I love that I'm I think sometimes um we have a hard time loving people where they're at you know and I think Aaron was actually such a great example of that. He loved his friend. He accepted him with his flaws and things that were holding him back, but he still chose to be a great friend to him. And I think that's kind of the friend that we all crave. You know, we all want someone that says, I know you are dealing with stuff right now, but I'm still going to be with you. And I'm, I'm going to hold you up. I'm going to remind you of God's faithfulness. Um, how do you think, like, we can kind of become a prayer warrior for our friends. What are some ways that you kind of do that in your own life? Well, um, I think you've been such a great leader in this and showing me along the way um, the text message to ask, how can I pray for you today? And then stop and do it. The phone call, 
um, when a friend is really struggling and you pick up the phone and I really want to just pray for you, not just I'm praying for you, but I'm going to stop and pray for you. And then something that God put on my heart is I came across this book. It's called Praying the Scriptures for Your Life by Jody Burnt. And in this book, I originally bought it for myself, and it's a 31-day uh, prayer book. And it goes through different topics uh, for 31 days. And God just really put it on my heart to start praying for you, for my friends, even for family members. And I love how each day it goes through different areas of our lives, you know, like waiting on God and freedom from worry and fear and about the words we say and um, how, you know, to hear God's voice and resting in God and so on and so on. But I just love that it covers so many topics. And I like to journal as I pray. So even sometimes when you'll ask me for a special prayer request, I can go back to see how God answered that. And yeah. I love keeping track of that because in my own life, it just draws me closer to God. Mm, I love that. That reminds me of a book that I read too on prayer. It was called um, A Praying Life by Paul Miller. Um, and that book really transformed my prayer life because he challenged you to make little index cards for the people in your life. And you write their name, you write down a few things that you're praying over them, and you match like a verse with what you're praying over them. Um, and it's really cool because like you said, with the prayer journaling, like you can look back on it and say like, wow, God really showed up. He answered this. Um, and as you pray for them, I do kind of feel like the Holy Spirit too kind of changes your heart as you pray for them. Like he kind of yes. reveals like new things to pray for them or like he gives you comfort, like while you're praying for something, like, don't worry, I'm taking care of them in this way. Or like, I mean, there's so many things. I mean, he'll just bring a verse to mind that I should be praying over that person. Like, so I, yeah, I mean, it, it really goes a long way when you read a book that starts to like illuminate to you like different ways to pray. And I, I remember feeling that way when I read that book, I was like, yeah, I mean, of course you can say that I used to say really generic prayers for my friends, like, Lord, please bless them and get them through the day. <laughs> and it, I mean, I think I, it got so much deeper when I was like, Lord, please be with this person in their marriage struggles or help them to find this for, you know, this specific situation. I think the more specific you get with God, the more he loves to like show up and delight in us and answer those prayers. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I love that. And then tying a specific prayer to that specific prayer request, like you said, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like? how do you feel the Holy Spirit kind of comes into how you pray for your friends? I mean, do you think he kind of directs you, um, shows you what they need, or do you just specifically like ask your friends? Like, do you think there's a little bit there? Cause I know sometimes when we ask our friends, what do you need prayer for? They're not always like totally honest or, you know, like tell, spell it all out. They kind of might be a little more vague with it. So how do you pray for them? Um, if you don't necessarily know exactly what they're going through. Yeah, I, I know that for me in the beginning when it was really hard to kind of open up and share my real struggles, I don't think I was, like you said, maybe sharing everything and I was leaving some stuff out. So for me, I think 
the Holy Spirit always leads. And like you said, I come across a verse in my own quiet time. And sometimes I'm not even intentionally praying or thinking about that friend, but for some reason, God puts that particular friend on my heart and I come across a verse during my quiet time. So I will pray that, or I will even sometimes just pray that the Holy Spirit would just soften my friend's heart and whatever may be going on in her life at the moment that even if I don't know, God knows and that he would um, just lead me to be whatever that friend needs in that moment, whether, you know, I love how, um, and God, Jesus in the Bible and his word, it, it says where, you know, he would mourn with, with those and he would rejoice, um, mm-hmm. in, in the joyful moments. And so mm-hmm. I just pray that I would be that friend. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. There was a post I put up on Instagram the other day that was uh, something to the tune of pray for your friends because you have no idea what battle they're facing. Um, and I remember that there was quite a reaction to that. I felt like a lot of people were saying, yeah, amen. Like I pray for my friends in that way. I think it's hard because sometimes we're in isolation. We face those battles on our own. We know what it's like to face those battles on our own. And we also can tell that our friends might be facing things that we don't know about. So I think that's so good to cover them with prayer like that. And I was thinking when you said that too, um, God brings people to my mind too. And I've started to kind of um, pray for them in that moment, but also like text them because I feel like if God put them on my heart, it's for a reason. And so I've started to be like, you know, hey, how are you doing? Is everything okay? Or, you know, a lot of times it's nothing too crazy is going on. But I do feel like a lot of the times people are like, I'm so glad you reached out because I'm going through this or, you know, and I think we can't ignore what the Holy Spirit is like putting on us because he has a reason. I mean, someone might be having a really hard day and they need just that gentle word of comfort, you know, and so paying attention to that. Do you feel like I mean, part of paying attention to that is being still, wouldn't you say? Like having moments of stillness and not being so busy in the day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I've learned that the more I've learned to be still and be with God and um, just listen to what the Holy Spirit has to say to me each day. I think is when I am more in tune with others around me than when I'm rushing and just in my head. Um, but yeah, I, I also, I've benefited from that, from just an encouraging text message or someone reaching out when I've been going through a really hard time or just when I just needed, you know, a friend who can come alongside me and, and share even in joyful moments. Right. Yeah. I think that's so good. And I, I think that's too, how we start building a friendship. It's having those moments of really checking in on them in the everyday life and rejoicing with them when they're rejoicing and if they're feeling overwhelmed or sad, like praying with them in those moments, like that's where we really build that deeper relationship because we're figuring out what they're dealing with on an everyday basis instead of, you know, just seeing them once a week at church or just at Bible study and not really talking or connecting. I feel like it's good to connect on those like everyday texts or calls or meetups, you know, those things are really where the relationship is built. Yeah. And then um, when we start to trust and open up to our friends, I think that makes a huge difference too. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, well, we're kind of running out of time for today, but I want to wrap it up. But um, Lily, did you have anything else to add about just becoming a prayer warrior for our friends? Is there anything else God's putting on your heart with that? No, I think um, the praying the scriptures was really on my heart because it's been life changing for me. And um, I'm just so thankful for your friendship and how you lead friend and thankful for this ministry and um, praying that all of this would just take root in whoever's listening their hearts and that more friendships, godly friendships would develop from it. Yeah. And I think it's like so good to hear. I mean, when you text me sometimes that you're praying for my ministry or whatever I'm doing, it's like so comforting because I feel like I have God's protection over me when I know that I have friends like you praying. And so I think that's good to remember. Like if we can't seem to do anything for our friends in what they're facing, if they're in a really hard situation, we can cover them with the protection of the Lord by praying for them. And yes. just reminding them that it, everything will be okay because they have some prayer warriors out there for them. So I love that. Thanks for coming on today, Lily. I'm just grateful to be talking about this stuff because I think, like I said earlier, in today's day and age, it's really hard to develop these kind of friendships in the social media world we live in. Um, and I just think the more we do these things, the more we meet up with our friends, the more we check in with them and see how they're doing the more we're praying for them rejoicing with them when they rejoice and weeping and mourning with them when they're mourning those kind of things are so special to developing friendships and I think it's going to be valuable to people who are listening so thanks for being on today Lily thank you friend all right let me pray for us um, heavenly father I am just in awe of what you're doing in Lily's life and um, what you're doing just through this podcast, because I know it's reaching um, women who feel isolated and who might feel alone and like they don't have the kind of friendships that they crave. And Lord, I know you need us in those needs and you see us and you know that we crave community and we crave um, being with someone who just will sit with us like Aaron did with Moses. I thank you for his example. He's not talked about a whole lot, but he was such an incredible friend, such an incredible example. And um, I just thank you that you developed Moses into a leader, even though he was dealing with those insecurities and seemingly failures that um, you knew were just simply going to lead him into the calling that you had over his life. I pray that we will not be afraid of our failures and insecurities and that we can um, rest and know that you are caring for us just like you did for Moses and Aaron. And Lord, I pray that we can be the kind of friends that are prayer warriors. I pray that we can commit to praying for our friends, commit to texting them and asking them how we can pray and be there for them. I pray that um, you will just foster deep relationships in our lives and that we can praise you for it. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, friends, for listening today. Thank you, Lily. I so appreciate you being on here. And we will end it for today. I will see you guys next time.